Hello, hello. Right, so I'll be talking to myself before the show, right? I mean, because you actually, if I'm not recording, then that is that signal. I mean, that means that I'm actually talking to myself, right? If I'm checking the microphone, talking, you know, a little bit, and I mean, speaking in like full sentences, not even recording to test if the shit is correct or not, <laughs> you know, just talking into the microphone <laughs> with no recording at all. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, this is Binky in the Brain, the show. I am one of the hosts. I welcome you guys. Uh, today's topic, before we get to it, you know, I'm going to lie to you guys a little bit, but uh, the title of the show, I read it out, uh, I have already written it out, is Cocky versus Confident, right? And these are the things like, uh, I'm trying, well, this is what we're going to get to. It's about showing y'all how my brain works, you know, because sometimes it's sometimes because the world only gives us either or right. Black or white, you know, red, green. Um, right. Cause even it's when it's yellow, they say, Oh, you know, the law say, Hey, you know, they say uh, it's caution, but you pull that stop. Cause I can get a ticket for that. But anyway, the thing is this. So my brain works like this is that sometimes it's both sometimes it's neither um sometimes it is either or you know but right i did that backwards as i do so sometimes it is either or black or white sometimes it's both and sometimes it's neither you know those are the choices <clears throat> d is some bullshit you know what i'm saying i don't know what it stands for dirt It's only right because, like, when you even when you take a test, you know, it's there's only one or two answers. You know, one is almost correct, and one is uh, totally correct. Or at that place and time for that answer, that is the only answer. You know, that makes sense, that's logical, that's correct. The other one is, you know, 80% of a nigga. But, you know, you want perfection, right? Like God. So the answer must be 90% or better in, you know, prophecy. So there's only one answer. The other, you know, well, there's two, right? Two. But you have to choose between those two. The, the other one is the tag along of the second right answer. So it's 50% right. The other one is some bullshit. You know, it's like um, when they used to uh, play who wants to be a millionaire, right? And like they give you, you know, three, three questions that are, you know, similar, right? One of these things don't belong. And then they give you this, this bullshit question, you know, bullshit answer, actually, I'm sorry, answer um, that, you know, doesn't belong at all. Right, Sesame Street shit. Right, The Matrix, you know, we're trying to figure out, well, not to figure out, you know, I tell y'all things. I'm, this is the answer podcast. I should have named it that. <laughs> Speaking of brain, you know. <laughs> um, right, 
and the thing is, you know, I can name it that because I has I have a it's an actual person, so I'm not uh, I can never be sued for copyrights and shit like that, trademark shit, you know, because I have a friend, a person, you know, what I'm saying that's their name. We have to trademark that name, right, and to order, right. Not to be sued. It's so funny, like watch. Well, not I don't watch She-Hulk, but like the reviews. I watch the reviews just to keep up on things, you know. Cause I see it's a silly ass, you know, comedy spoof, and it's not, you know. And I don't know why they did She-Hulk like that. I mean, I guess the comic book was actually that like that also, but. Anyway, like watch the reviews and um I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my whole damn mind cuz I was thinking about having to keep lighting this damn blunt up. And I know y'all can hear it. All right. So moving on. <laughs> Right. Oh, I had a right about my friend and all of that, but I was going too far with that one anyway. You know about the trademarks and all that other stuff. But um, like I said, moving on. Title of the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, we do take donations. Um, they will be used for. Childhood education and all of the things that would make niggas better. Um, you know, I don't have enough. Well, anybody sent me no money, but like, even when you know, like, even when I get to the point where people are sending me money, it's gonna have to be. I ain't even gonna tell y'all the dollar amount where then I'm gonna move, you know what I mean? Because it's like you have to do a one, two, three execution. And that's what I was talking about, right? About the, you know, about answers and things like that, about, you know, one, two, three, right? The philosophy of life of TNC preach is one, two, three, jump, you know, right? Woman, man, child, jump, you know, but it's not about, like, just because you say her name first that you are lesser than, right? It's the same thing. It's like, you know, if, or, you know, how they used to feel or how they feel and things like that. I mean, it's all been a trick, you know what I mean? Like, they just been uh, waiting to take over, <laughs> you know, waiting to get back to the tech, like, we ain't even started with the technology and the things that's gonna, you know, that's gonna last far beyond, you know, this little primitive uh, internet and, you know, uh, worldwide communication, you know, we, we have to go out into the stars, we have to colonize, right, we have to gentrify these other planets, <laughs> So this is just the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Like this is like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas start the shit off, right? We start the shit off, built the plane, paved the road, you know what I'm saying? So that hoe can go. Like, and it's so funny how like the uh, terminology. I'm talking about women too much, right? Because I had another show for this. I'm sorry, 
got another like and there's supposed to be another topic but i was gonna say is about uh that you know there's tomorrow you know never buy a man a pair of shoes because you know they're gonna leave they're gonna leave them to <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna use them to walk out on you <laughs> This is what these old hoes been saying. You know what I'm saying? From their grandmama. You know? This is this is shit is 50, 60 years in the making, people. You know? So, anyway. Apologize. So, moving on. Maybe I should find me a clip. Let me take a break. Alright, welcome to the show. <laughs> Okay, alrighty then. Um, let me take a sip of this. <clears throat> Alright, uh, I'm back. So, cocky and confident. Oh, that's what I was trying to tell you guys about, right? About the one, two, three, and about how, um, I want to structure my shows around um, that concept, right? Sometimes it's either or, sometimes it's both, sometimes it's neither, you know? So, like, the cocky versus confident type of thing, right? Uh, when we're younger, it's me and, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm confident, I'm not cocky, you know, uh, I'm confident, you know, and cocky. Well, you know, because it's both in this situation. As a man, right, you have to be both cocky and confident, you know. And so they want you to be confident, not cocky, you know. But it doesn't really, like, those two things, you know, are mutually exclusive, right? They go together, so it's both. Because I just saying as myself, as an older dude, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they say, right? Because I'm old school, right? Um, to all these, you know, as a as a nigga, you old at fifty, you know, as a um, as a as a man, you know, you only halfway there, right? And I guess. You know, some people, like I said, like people plant trees at different um, stakes, you know, homesteads. They build on, you know, certain portions of their life or states of, they, of their life, you know, their being, of their maturity, you know. Like, you know, my mother stopped growing at a certain age, and I guess I realized, you know, I jail, okay, I'm retarded, so it's like, you know, jail kept me, um, kept me in an immature state of mind, because I wasn't out here to experience the world long enough to, you know, go through the cycle or to recognize the cycle, you know, it's like, you know, going back and forth to jail, it's like, oh, these motherfuckers out after me, you know, saying so it's just about me, you know, but like, once you see the cycle, you know, through other people going through things and stuff like that, then, 
you know, it's like it's not just, it's like it's you, but it's the cycle that you keep going through, you know. Always just, a, you know, like it's about how you see, but it's not about how you, it's, it's all about how you see shit, right? Because, you know, like I go to jail, and I, it's not, it's like, it's not like, you know, I couldn't even, it's not like I couldn't got out the case, right? So I take the responsibility, thinking that I'm a man, and all this, you know, all this type of stuff, and like come home, you know, get back on my grind, get back on, you know, being a productive part of society, one way or another, and then, you know, um, after a year or two, you know, however, you know, especially when you come in, you be motivated. You've been thinking about things. So you come out, you get a job, you get this, or you, you start, you doing whatever. And you are, you know, you, you are accelerating. You know I mean, because you basically piggybacking off the people that are still doing the same shit that you, that they was doing when you left, you know, and they haven't progressed, but you, you know, you got, you got just enough in you to, surpass them, you know, or doing what they do and saving them, you know what I mean? Because they do the same shit, but they might not be saving the money or they got other, they have other responsibilities. That's the thing, right? When you first come out of jail, you ain't got no fucking responsibilities, supposedly, you know, like, well, unless you got people, you know, that's on your fucking back, like, oh, you know, you owe this and you owe that and I need rent immediately and I need this and, you know, it's like I've been out 48 hours, <laughs> been out a week, <laughs> ain't got no job, <laughs> you've been here long enough, <laughs> you know, it's like this is how people treat you, right, um, coming out of jail, especially, you know, after the first time, you know, like, nobody, nobody give a fuck about, you know, extenuating circumstances, about your childhood, about anything when it comes to a nigga, you know what I mean, been in jail more than once, right? You a fuck, nigga, <laughs> you keep fucking up, you getting this, you doing this, you doing that, you know? I mean, I have felt old all my life until now, <laughs> I ain't got that much longer to live, <laughs> it's like, it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying, I ain't that old, <laughs> I ain't old enough to die, <laughs> oh my gosh, right, the arrogance, the audacity of a nigga, <laughs> I'm only 50. I ain't old enough to die. <laughs> you see all this life in me? <laughs> oh. But you already get that, right? You know? But like I was saying before, I, I felt old all my life, you know? Because it's like these uh, these markers, you know? These... these uh, uh, Passing points, what you call them, like, you know, like, when you move up a level, you know, like, these levels that we have to go through in in, a, in our lives, in the world, right? It's our lives, not the world, that we supposed to go through the levels. And that's the point that I think we fuck up on, is that, you know, we be trying to go through the levels of the world, right? The seven, you know, Dante's Inferno, you know, seven 
shits of hell instead of going through the levels of life, you know? Because, you know, that's, it's, it's, you know, because it's how you think. It's a progression of thinking, people. Y'all motherfuckers don't think right. And I told y'all that, you know? It's like, and I could tell, I could, you could, I could see how, I could tell how the world is, and it seems like it's devolving, you know, right? Raised by wolves type of shit. And I swear to gosh, with my mama, I, I, if, if, it, if, if that wasn't in my book bag, you know, I got it written down somewhere, cause it was like, I was sitting that down, sitting that down, um, uh, storage unit, right? Dying. Breathing in that shit, probably making my cancer worse. But I was writing. <laughs> I was writing. I was out of my mind. I was out of my mind. But I was writing, and I was talking about like de-evolution, right? Devolution, de-evolution. Because like, if things could progress, if people like, because I, because I was in that environment where I could see de-evolution, I could see. You know, where people regress, you know, and like, you know, like even people that you could talk to previously, they no longer, you know, they could talk. They no longer could talk. Like, y'all see me, right? <laughs> From the start of this show until now, you know, we have come a long way. And somebody, like, people be saying that, that, you know, uh, when, you know, I hear about they listen to the show. However, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, you you got a lot, you know, a lot better, la la la. You know, no support. You know, just right. The whispers, though, right. The whispers carry through the air, people. Right. Sooner or later, you know, uh, we will get ten percent, eight to ten percent. <laughs> it's all about. Oh my gosh, my birthday is incredible, you know. Like, cause the name is random. I mean, like, I mean, my name is not random either, you know. It's like, you know, all of them saying seven letters and things like that, and that that seven, right? You know, it's just always been part of me. But because it's that right, and it's that you you uh, in touch with God. You know, but man, it's not seven or three, you know, because those are the same numbers, like going up the scale or down the scale. And like I realized that a long time ago, so I should have, you know, I mean, like the stock market, right? How we get to, how we get to the negative, the upside down, right? Or the negative zone or bizarro world, whatever the fucking analogy it is, you know, saying people, right? Niggas live. In that short stock world, we are the short, they short our stock all the fucking time. That's the analogy. But like, whatever I just said in the beginning about that, like, that's, that was the beginning of it. And like, now it all makes sense, you know? Right? <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> Shout out to my, uh, to my, people that I listen to with the comics and all that stuff on the recaps. We trying see that sound better right there. Right? 
Am I? Hold on. All right, maybe this spam thing supposed to be up there. Maybe it's supposed to be up there more, cause that sound better right there. If I go down there, see? Yep. Been listening to. Been doing it wrong. Let me tighten this up. Tighten it up a little bit. Hope that's better quality going forward, people. That's how it would be. So conf- cocky, confident, right? I don't have, I don't have my confidence anymore, right? I'm still cocky, you know. It's like me. Like I have to. I've been, I've been trying to work out, and it's like it's consistent. Like it's all about consistency. Shout out to my first love, right? She's still run. She still run. I mean, she can run miles, you know. Like she was a track runner when I met her. Uh, okay, enough for that. But right, so the cocky part, right? I still have that. Oh, the working out, right? Right. So, you know, I need to work out. And I could work out. It doesn't matter if you can do 5, 10, 15, 20 push-ups. You know, you can do 5, 10, 15 squats, however it goes, you know. I do know from experience, right, this is how, this is why we have to, you know, teach our kids from an early age because, you know, like no matter how far off the path they may go mostly, most of the time, you know, if they have been taught right early on, they can find a way back. You know, it's like a lifeline. It's like a rope, you know, like they, they might think they can, you know, swim into the ocean, you know, but like as a child, while they are a child, you know, you just slowly, you know, um, putting this, building this, building this, uh, life jacket for them. Right, because it can't be a rope, because that's capture. It made me think about the elephant, you know. But anyway, like you are building them a mental and physical life jacket, you know. So when they do get too far out, then they have this safety line for them and a homing beacon to get them back home, you know, and get them back center. Like when you doing Google. And, you know, you done went off the fucking map and, you know, it says recenter, you know. And so if you have the right directions, you know, you can always recenter yourself is what I'm saying. And that's from your upbringing, you know. And that's the first cycle is seven years. You know what I'm saying like the sevens are for the reason. Seven, 14, 21, you know, like the, the nigga lights, you know. They want to say 12 years in that bar mitzvah or 13 years that bar mitzvah. That's why it's bad luck because probably, you know what I'm saying, a year or two soon, you know, if you go on that route. But all of those type of, you know what I'm saying, the numbers matter, you know. The numbers matter. Time matters. It's cycles, you know. And that's why it's like... Hey, people don't believe in karma, but time believes in you. You know what I'm saying, right? It doesn't, right? It, it it doesn't make sense, but it rhymes or however that saying that goes. 
I didn't say it. I said it before, right? But my point about it is, right? Like y'all, y'all hear me talk. Like the more episodes I make, you know, the more confident I will get. But like right now, I'm just cocky. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, I just want to talk shit because, you know, I don't give a fuck how little I am. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about the dog and the fight. It's about the fight and the dog. So you know, like that's the cockiness. You know, and you know, I'm not. I'm not, I don't have a confidence, right? That's where you have to work out and meditate and, you know, and read and, and know what you're talking about. So when you are opposed, then you can be confident, you know, uh, in what you're speaking about and back up what you're saying, right? And then cocky come in, you know, I've been working out. <laughs> That's when it reverse, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh oh. Right? But, you know, stuff like that, you know, and so uh, I hope I don't like see. Yeah, it sounds better that way, though. So it has to be the way. <coughs> so. Um, right. The answer is both. I'm still cocky, but not confident. Um, been tricked, right? Been been a dog, delusions of grandeur, and like that. What I'm saying by that is, like been tricked into. I've realized people. Okay, I'm telling y'all, like the goal of a man is not to become a bitch. You know what I'm saying you have to become. It's easy to become. You know, like we grow up with them. You know, and then. The puberty hits, you know what I'm saying? That's where the separation comes in, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the fork in the road, right? And I guess the, only the man has to make that. They don't have to make that. I don't give a fuck what y'all, like, a woman, right, can't, can't, they can't fuck each other, okay? We're the only ones that can fuck something, anything. <laughs> fuck, I can fuck all this shit up, right? We're the only ones. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that goes, that's, that's more than a fucking line. That's, that's, that's a fucking a hundred time untundra. And, and it's deep. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's where the meditation comes in. That's where everything comes in to being a man is because it is a choice. These are the choices that we make. Cocky, right? Versus confident. You need both. You know? And the delusions of grandeur, right? That's why they call us dog, delusions of grandeur. Because, you know, we get to acting like them, you know? We can be prettier than them. We can act more bitchy, you know what I'm saying? And, like, the world we live in now lets you know how bad it can be. Like, it can only get worse from here. The way they talk to us, the way they act, the way, you know, black man been dead, you know? White man been um, compromised, you know. This nigga been a spy. <laughs> this nigga been a spy <laughs> the whole time. You know, say, you know why niggas can't? You know, what I'm saying have haven't came up or did anything because that nigga worked for her. You know, what I'm saying that's his bit. That's that's her bitch. You know, and they didn't spread that shit. And like I'm trying to say is about we have this delusion of grandeur, you know, like we, you know, you, 
like, oh, I have a, like, I, I hear these niggas, you know, that have sons and have kids, you know, like, oh, especially Joe Buttons. I just gotta say it, cause I didn't hear this nigga, like, that's my baby, and this and this and that, like, talking about his kids like he a bitch, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he talking about, and I, I understand, I've been there, I've been there. You know, if he 40, did he say, right? Because the nigga look, he look older than that. You know what I'm saying? But if he 40, like you say, I'm 10 years older than him. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I have that 10 years. It can't nobody take away from me. You know? And it's like the way these niggas think. I'm not saying that in 10 years that he had changed. But it's, you know, but the thing is that, you know, that's theirs. You know what I mean? You are... You know, like it's not even half, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I never I always hated sperm donor. You know, all of that shit. Like, that's the breakdown when you when you introduce these words, these these parasite words, the infectious words. You know, like bitch, like hoe, right? We introduce that into lexicon, nigga. You know what I'm saying? All this type of stuff, it takes over, right? And like me, I found a cure to nigga. You right? I found a cure to nigga. Whatever you want to say, however, I found a cure, right? Tupac found a cure. Never ignorant getting goals accomplished, right? I'm the motherfucking doctor that is the the uh administrator, you know? I'm the administrator, I'm the lawyer, I'm the concierge, right? To never ignorant getting goals accomplished, the nigga church. TNC, preach. <laughs> right? And that shit, you know what I'm saying? Just so y'all they don't understand. <laughs> You know, this need to be one of those go-to shows. When, like, you know, when you want to understand what the fucking show is about or what, you know, what I mean when I'm talking, you know, this is one of those times that you can point to. But, like, like I said, like being a man, you know, like being a dog, Delusions of grandeur, wanting to be, right? We made an image of God. We read the books and all that. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? I, sh- I know what the books say. You know what I'm saying? I know. But fuck what they say. Cause that shit is not true. You know what I'm saying? Cause all you gotta do is change any of that, change all of those he's to she, and then to a nigga, all that shit makes sense. So, to, I promise you, 90%. You know what I'm saying? Ninety I'm ninety I'm A plus nigga. You know what I'm saying? So ninety percent of niggas all niggas gotta believe you know what I'm saying, gotta believe me. But it's ten percent, you know what I'm saying, just left to God, right? You know, to your upbringing and all that other type of stuff. You know, it might go down to eighty percent if you really, you know, and it goes down the less that you believe in what I'm saying. But if you change he to she and any of those texts and all of those books you know what I'm saying that y'all read I don't know about the Quran you know but the Bible for sure you know what I'm saying cause the Quran is like it like like the answer the comeback I don't know alright I don't want to get into that but I'm saying because most people y'all don't even know about the Quran but you know so what I'm saying is that the Bible if you change those he's to she's then all that shit makes sense. All of all of the acts, all of the things, you know what I'm saying, that we know innate, innately having a mother, you know what I'm saying, and how they act, 
or whatever, you know what I'm saying, until you get grown and then you can enforce, you know what I'm saying, your will upon hoes to a certain degree, you know, then, you know what I'm saying, you get, you, you know, you get half your ball back or whatever, you know, but you know what I'm saying, like that shit been, you've been, you've been cut off at the nutsack, you know, long before you even got, started getting pussy, you know what I'm saying, if you are raised by certain women. Oh, Right, I, I keep going. <laughs> it's all related. <laughs> Mephisto everywhere. <laughs> I was talking about, like, on my other show, right? You, go, you ladies could tune in to God is a Girl podcast on Anchor. I guess it's on Spotify also, right? Because they brought them out a long time ago. I got 17 cent, right? You know, that's my bank over there. I don't make no shit off this. <laughs> I make no money off none of this. I'm just contributing, you know. Um, it's not even, you know, I talk about, right, because I could, I'm a salesman, you know what I mean? Like, one of these days, I'm going I'm gonna to have to market it. I am paying marketing a little bit to get my, you know, brand out there, but I don't have, like, one brand. I got you know, so I have a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of knives, swords, and a fire waiting to be forged. But, you know, um, back to the, the topic. Being, right, being born in a negative zone is a weakness, right? A mustard seed of a good, of a good person, of good is what people settle for. Okay, right. Born in a negative. Okay, I'm talking about us, right? The niggas, the blacks, whoever considered they the 50 million of us. Right, I'm about to turn 50, and it's 50 million. And I probably got 50 billion cells in my body. It's all coming together. <laughs> Got a, right, a million dollars for every nigga on earth. All 50 million of us, you know. And I wonder how long it would take us to give it all back. Because you could tell, right, I'm sure they did a litmus. Like that stimulus shit and all that other stuff and all those uh, those checks that people got, that is a litmus test. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done told y'all already that that's what your, that's your uh, reparations, you know. Everybody got away with it. You got away with it. How much of money, you know, that you, you got with, you know, however, was cool. And then uh, people, a lot of people is probably being punished are the people that was charging people, you know what I'm saying, to get the free money. If you would have just gave the shit away for free, you probably wouldn't be in charge. You know what I mean? Like, it's a it's a litmus test. It's a morality test, you know? And you niggas fail. Y'all don't, you watch all the TV in the world, you never learn none of the fucking, you know, lessons. It's like, right, we the number one watchers of TV, they say. You know, living in fantasy world, watching, you know, how, you know, what we, what they want us to see, how they, you know, how 5% of them motherfuckers live in. You live in, you know, half of y'all living better than 75% of them, you know, like you don't know how to break down numbers. (laughs) 
I hate y'all. I love you. <laughs> Shit. Hold on, man. He got bite my nose. Right. I know I'm having a good time. I got to blow my nose and shit. Laughing too much. It'd be so funny, right? I mean, you know, I've been promising YouTube for y'all for a long time. But it's like so funny. It's like, how am I going to, you know, right? Get so far. Be looking into the future. You know, like, how would that work out? Right? I'm working on my grill right now. I ain't lighting that damn blunt up again. Can't smoke and talk, you know. That's how you see, like, you know, when you see them on podcasts and they be smoking, they be lighting the blunt up like 30 times and shit. But, like, you know, you get the visual, so you don't really think about it. But, like, just me and the microphone, y'all hearing the, the lighter just go off and shit like that. I don't know. I don't feel. <laughs> I don't feel right about that. <laughs> So we have come a long way, people, right? You know, um, my website is jacked up. I have been lollygagging on getting it back together, you know. I might, I guess, right, maybe I'll tackle it Monday because the weekend is here. I don't know. Not an automated, you know, because I was, my shit is supposed to be on Host Singer now. It was on Host, excuse me. It was on Host Gator. Now, you know, um, everybody's sending me emails, right? Host Gator trying to take money off of a damn site, you know, that's not even there. So I'm going to have to fix that. And it's like, it's not even, you know, it's like, like I told y'all before, right? That, Sure, people have started and abandoned thousands, you know, websites, you know. And even though I put a lot of money into this, you know, it's not like, you know, like this dude that I was going to, right? The person, well, Seabach, you know, um, um, computer consultation, computer fixes, you know, like, you, you know, he's saying that you, you got to work the site, you know, it's like you, you know, he's basically telling me, nigga, you ain't even did nothing, you know, for you to have to fix anything because you ain't done nothing. And so, you know, like setting up MailChimp and stuff like that, little things like that, you know, I hadn't done, you know, just putting up, putting up random idea, right, random thoughts, you know, which I don't mind, you know, when I had got it right for a little while, you know, being able, because, you know, I just be in, in mid-thought. I wanted to capture it or however, and, like, I was, I was doing that, and um, that was okay, you know, because I'm sure, like, the repetition of it, I could get better, and I would be more, you know, just... Chisel it down, right? To find, you know, it will find its own audience, you know. Oh. <laughs> right. I'm a good parasite, you know. A mustard seed, right? A mustard seed of good is what people, you know, settle for, 
and like that's where we are with the system cause I don't like the matrix is not bad or good I might say this right here to y'all I was gonna make this a Facebook post I had to stop giving them my shit anyway but um, what was I just saying Right, the mustard seed, like you know, mustard seed, you know, from the Bible, right, of good. But like people hold on to that, right? There might be a mustard seed of good in Donald Trump, and people are rallying around that, right? I told y'all before about like that one in a million, and you know, just because you know somebody came out on the other side of the bullshit doesn't mean that that's the route to go, you know. There has to be, you know, a better, safer way to get there, you know. And, like, because out of a million people, if only one of them made it, then that tells you, you know by the numbers alone, that's not the route to go, you know. And, it does, and it's, not, it's not a challenge, you know what I'm saying. Like, I always took things as a challenge. And, like, and maybe I wasn't as long as alone as I thought I was, you know, I am an only child, I was, you know, all those type of things, but there are people along the way, you know, right, to try to be friendly, I mean, I am, I am one of the most blessed motherfuckers ever, okay, <laughs> I am, I mean, I am these childhood stories, like Pinocchio, they bringing Pinocchio back out, you know, and like, AI is one of my favorite, you know, updated, you know, is my favorite Pinocchio because it's updated, you know, um, in depth. It's, you know, it's the same story told in a different way from, like, the negative zone, right? Because he never got to be a real boy, you know, in AI. But, like, they be, they remaking Pinocchio live action, you know, and that's wonderful for the kids of the day. You know, like, the things that they growing up with and I, and it's like, I guess it's like normal to them though, because like watching it as a kid, like all of that, you know, it's just it's wondrous, right? Your eyes like you are a new computer, you know, out the box, you know, and it's like what you taking in, you know, like that's what it is, you know. We give all this praise to our children, you know, early on, and then, you know. I don't know when my mama started calling me stupid. I guess the first like when I started talking back. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> he must be dumb. <laughs> That's really my from uh, her little donkey of the day with Charlemagne shit. Are you stupid? Shit like that. But like my mother, you know, right? You know, she didn't say that type of shit. Silly, you know. You a fool, right? That's their words. You a fool. <laughs> a fool and their money was soon part. You would know, right, motherfucker? <laughs> Gamblers Anonymous. Anyway. Right. And that's what the hunkies got, right? 
a mustard seed of goodness. Like I said, like Donald Trump might have that. And this is what people hold on to, you know. Like this man's, you know, like threatening the motherfucking people. <laughs> like, nigga, like, like, <laughs> John and Gotti, nigga, Al Capone, Scarface, like that shit on Trump, you know. And he trying to go out like that, you know, as the, the you know, the, the gangsters of the the best gangster of all time, you know, if we, if we talking movie shit, you know what I'm saying, when he, I know they, I know he, I know, I know that he know that they gonna make a movie about him, you know what I mean, and they gonna, and he wanted to be told in spectacular form, you know what I mean, I mean, never in the history of niggadom, right, unless I become famous, <laughs> You'll be like Trump who? <laughs> be like Rich Clemens. <laughs> Fucked up the whole world. Uh. Right? Change gonna come, people. Change gonna come. My shit is for the future, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. We gotta we gotta go through the cycle of Trump. You know, like I said, it's a white man's last stance. I don't know how long like, you know, I thought I'd be you know, like, you know, you have, I guess, I guess the thing about it is if you're going to look at the future, then, you know, if you think it's going to be one or two years, then you have to add a zero to that, you know, at least five to, you know, five to ten years, you know, that's the future, you know, it's not, it's not tomorrow, it's not, you know, it's not next year or the year after that, you know, it is five to ten years out. You know, that's how we could, you know, predict the future. If you are a future teller, you know, because I, you know, I always saw the future, but I'd be like, <laughs> and then my mama was always rushing me. So I got this sense of urgency in me. You know what I mean? It's now. Saying <laughs> this shit about to come now. It's bomb. <laughs> it going to be right. You know, we got to go. <laughs> You look outside, ain't nothing happening, you know, and they be like, this motherfucker crazy. But then five, ten years, you know, the bombs come. And, you know, um, I don't know, I never built a bomb shelter, right? I guess I just built a bomb jacket, you know. <laughs> you know, I survive. To survive the onslaught, you know, never left this, you know, never left the vicinity, you know. Or sometimes I wasn't, you know, by the grace of the powers that be, you know, I wasn't in direct uh, contact or direct, you know, I wasn't a direct hit. If you, even if I was around, I never got direct. Well, I've been directly hit, but you know, sometimes it missed me. Right, when it's a war torn area that you grew up in, you know, it's normal, right? It's like you know I don't want to equate it, you know, because those are actual bombs. But like, you know, I grew up I mean, there's a certain point in my life where if I walk down the street and you see the police, you know, they are Pulling their fucking car over and putting you against it, hot, cold, whatever, stripping you, you know, 
down to your drawers, and then we stop wearing drawers to be funny, but the motherfuckers ain't care, you know? That's part of the reason motherfuckers ain't wear drawers. Like, we stop wearing, you know, drawers, like, because the fucking cops, you know, like, nigga, you want to you wanna see my dick, all right, you know? All that type of stuff. Like, like, but, you know, people that grow up, and I mean, well, people that live in these other countries that you think happened to them, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, that's part of my story. That's part of my shit. You know, it's like, you know, just walking down the street, you know, or being chased by ten police, being chased, you know, and being cornered or being, you know, I never got beat or anything like that. Been like I said, I've been sucker punched before, put a knife in my throat, you know, looking for drugs in my mouth, punched me, been punched a few times, you know, uh, handcuffs too tight, stuff like that, you know. Never been, you know, not, not, I never, you know, and it's like, it takes a lot. I don't know what to say, you know, I don't, I know people don't deserve what happens to them, but, you know, they want, they want total obedience from you, you know, when they get you in the handcuffs, you know, all that talking, all that rights and all that, all that, anything, you know, you supposed to be quiet. You know, it's a shame. It's a shame to say that. I mean, I just know from my experience. You know, about like I don't know how people get killed for no reason. Like, you know, it has to be a reason. It doesn't have to be a reason. It's hard to speak on. You know, and I'm not as young. You know, I'm not going through it now. So I don't know how right all these Call of Duty cops. You know, act. You know, especially when you run, when you want to, you know, and like we are more informative than we, you know, I was one of them informative. Like, want to talk about my rights, want to talk about this, want to talk about that. They didn't give a fuck about that. But now you get beat for it, you get killed, you know what I mean, for trying to speak for your rights, I guess, in some, in some instances. But making my head hurt, I got to get off of that. Cause it's just a back and forth, you know. Oh. And I can have right had this conversation with myself for a fucking night. Oh, that just made my head hurt. Cause it's like when you can't make sense of things, you know, when you can't pinpoint, you know. Cause I know the interaction I'm saying has a lot to do with the outcome, right? It's the cause and effect. But when a motherfucker initiate, right, the interaction, you know, and it's like, I know from experience, you know, about the freeze up, about the, I ain't, you know what I'm saying, why you fucking with me? You know, like, that's a big part of it, too. Like, when you know you've been messing, you being messed with for no reason or for a petty reason, you know, because, like I said before, you know, they're still, I don't know if they didn't change, because they don't change laws until you change the law, right? This is what I'm about to get into it right now. Right now, let me stop. Let me just go ahead and get into it, right? The truth, it's the truth that changes, right? The lie remains the same, right? Memorizing lines, a scene, a script is easy, right? A lie is long, 
a lie, a lie as long as you color within the lines. A lie, right, whatever, you know, painting the picture, you stay within the lines, you know, you could tell that lie, but going back to, you know, it's the truth that changes, right? You know, because, all right, because, right, well, I'm, before I get there, it's the truth that changes, you know, because it's the lie that stays the same, you know, like you memorize, you memorize a lie, they memorize a lie, you know, um, they, they wrote it down, so it's a script, it's a book, it's, you know, and so it's easy, you know, to remember, and then, I don't, right, like, <laughs> This will make these hunkies crazy, right? Because in the book, I mean, they book, you know, when you, especially just the Jesus shit, okay? You know, the bronze feet, right? Wool of hair, you know? And then the, the representation that they choose to depict, right? Let you know that we are living in somebody else's fantasy, right? You know, there are different levels to the matrix. You know, like the real world is all of us getting along, but until that point, we, like you know, we all live in uh, in a version, right? The multiverse is real. We all live in a version of the matrix, you know, because all these niggas that call themselves black, you know. You are just right. Your your white counterpart, you know. It ain't none of you motherfuckers living in the real world. Anyway, right. Y'all just like the color within the lines. The truth moves downstream, right? It keeps going, cause. Right, it has to wash away. Right, it has to be strong enough to wash away the construct, the mega, the mega lift of what came before, which is all y'all fucking lies. You know what I'm saying? That's why the truth keeps moving. The truth changes. You know, because what came before was a lie. You know, and we have, and our job is to get better. Our job is to mature. You know, you can't keep on believing in these fucking childhood shit, right? I even seen, I haven't even looked at it yet, but Albert and Preach made a show, I guess, about all the backlash that, you know, Halle Bailey is receiving for being Ariel. And they done made uh, a digitally uh, reconstructed image of her being basically white with blue eyes. You know, it's the pettiness, you know, it's the pettiness of it all. And it lets you know, right, it's not about being human, you know, this, you know, this is about teams, this is about winning. And then nobody, I told you motherfuckers, keep on telling y'all, don't nobody want to be on team black. So why y'all call yourself black? Right, I'm just a representative because I'm brown. <laughs> right, I sue the fucking Mexicans for that shit. That's some bullshit. 
And they don't get along with the niggas in L.A., right? Because everybody in California living on Mexican land. Same for Texas. Same for, right, all of that bottom, all of that bottom part across all the United States is, you know, brown people land, nigga land, you know? And they still got their money up here, right? All the money buried in the north, you know? It's like, hey, I was thinking about, because I was just watching Talib Kweli, you know, and just Blaze. I'm going to watch it after the show. You know, I just started it because it's my, you know, the office. So I don't have, I don't have, like, I'm not connected to the YouTube and this like, I don't want my, you know, my name on all the YouTube shit, whatever. So I just stay anonymous on this. But it's still, right, the algorithm don't care what your name is. Or probably have my name anyway because it showed me all the same stuff, basically, that I, that I get when I sign in on my YouTube account. <laughs> but anyway, like, um, I don't get Talib Kali like that. Uh... You know, point is like you know it shows you what you. But on this one, but he interviewing um just plays. That's my point. And so I was gonna, I was watching a little bit of it before I started the show, and I didn't want to get too far into it. You know, start the show because I was supposed to make like started like ten something. I was supposed to start way before now. Did I have? I had a clip. Damn it. Did I play it already? No, I did not. All right, people. I went into the show. We have a clip. What I wanted to say, okay, about the truth, though. You know, right? The truth changes, people. It's a lie that remains the same, you know? And it's like we've been taught different, right? Because... You know, you can't tell a lie because you got, you know, got to keep changing and you got to remember the lies. Like, nah, <laughs> you just lie to everybody. And then, you know, the other motherfuckers, they'll pick up, like, you lie to them, then they going to tell a lie for you, you know. And then when you come back, if you don't remember, they, you know, they tell you they remember the lie for you. So it's incredible, right? Because if you're that type of person, you know, where, and like, people, People, right, people like magic, you know, and words are magic. So when, you know, like when people are, you know, doing their magic, they can be tricking you, you know, or entertaining you. And so that's what people do with words. Bam. I'm good sometimes. It's just analogies, right? But the truth moves downstream, you know, and it keeps going because it has to wash away all the bullshit, right? The river got to keep moving. No blockades, you know, because it has to carry the, the the shit out into the ocean, which is vast. No, I'm sorry.
want y'all to think about it sometimes like this. I'm Captain Picard, you know what I'm saying? And the white man is my number two. I call him hunky, call him peaches, you know what I'm saying? But that's my nigga. I agree with him, you know, 85, 90% of the time, you know. He does, He was raised by his mama, you know what I mean? And his daddy. And they both funny. So, you know, like they say, you know, like even if they're a child of incest or rape or however, you know, like you ain't supposed to take it out on a child, you know? <laughs> you gotta love the baby. You gotta love the retarded little baby anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I love my little white nigga. <laughs> anyway, here's Jordan Peterson, right? Um, like I said, I agree with my boy. I don't even know what he's going to say. I just picked this clip because, you know, I was trying to look for the one when he say, you know, be scared, be frightful of a humble man or, you know, of a, of a, of a, a scare. I don't know how he said it, right? I don't want to mess it up, but this is not it. <laughs> but it's something about a humble man, you know, cause like, you know, a person that's, thought about it and and it's it's basically the equivalent of the quiet person, you know, analogy. You know, be be you know, be wary of the quiet ones, you know, those are the ones that'll get you, shit like that, you know. Be, be. Watch out for them quiet girls, right? They're the freaks, you know. Catholic girls, religious girls, they hoes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry. Here we go. You want to be very careful about doing large-scale experimentation with large-scale systems because the probability that if you implement a scheme in a large-scale social system that that scheme will have the result you intended is negligible. What will happen will be something that you don't intend, and even worse, something that works at counter purposes to your original intent. And so, and that, that makes sense, because if you have a very, very complex system. That's what, I listened to a little bit of it, right? And that's what made me want to play it, because just because that part, because of my show, about how I think, about how I talk, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like whatever my intentions are, uh, you know, for it, you know, there are not, there, it's not going to be, you know, how I saw it in my head. <laughs> you motherfuckers are not going to do it <laughs> like I saw it in my head, but it's going to be done, you know. So anyway, you know, I, this is, you know, this should been thought out, people, you know, so this is not, uh, yesterday, it's not right. This has been seven years, right? So it's been about seven, eight years now, you know, so it's not nothing new, you know, it's just starting, right? A mustard seed. And here we go. And you perturb it. The probability that you can predict the consequence of the perturbation is extraordinarily low, obviously. If the system works, though, you, you think you understand it because it works. And so you think it's simpler than it actually is. And so then you think that your model of it is correct. And then you think that your manipulation of the model 
which produces the outcome you model, will be the outcome that's actually produced in the world. And that doesn't work at all. I thought about that an awful lot, thinking about how to remediate social systems, because obviously they need remediate attention and adjustment. And it struck me that... Remediate, right, remediate is remi remedial. And like remedial is like lower, like lower standard, you know, like mid. <laughs> this shit ain't loud, you know what I'm saying? It ain't quite retarded, it's remedial. <laughs> you know, like you have remedial basketball, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, just pick up basketball, right? You know, that's what they call it in, in the gyms or in the, in the, uh, um, what you call community center? Damn it. What's that called? It's called Kennedy. I don't know. I forgot people. Oh. Remedial. But like he said, but making, making what he's saying remedial or his type of thinking or his way of thinking remedial, being able to reach you simple people, I guess. Talking to y'all hunkies. Anyway. The proper strategy for implementing social change is to stay within your domain of competence. And that requires humility, which is a, a virtue that is never promoted in modern culture, I would say. It's, it's a virtue that you can hardly even talk about. But humility means you're probably not as smart as you think you are, and you should be careful. And so then... Exactly. Right, y'all know I can make a YouTube show right off of this shit. Like, this putting him right up on the screen and then me in the little box playing the shit like that. You know, I don't know why I don't do it, right? Like I said, cocky, not confident. Anyway. The question might be, well, okay, you should be careful, but perhaps you still want to do good. Or you, you want to make some positive changes. How can you be careful and do good? And then I would say, well, you try not to step outside of the boundaries of your competence and you start small. Don't cut outside the line. You actually could adjust, that you actually do understand, that you actually could fix. I, I mentioned to you at one point that one of the things Carl Jung said was that modern men don't see God because they don't look low enough. It's a very interesting phrase. And yeah. One of the things that I like Carl Jung, I like him better than Freud. Online is the idea that you should restrict your attempts to fix things to what's at hand so there's probably things about you that you could fix right things that you know that aren't right not anyone else's opinion your own opinion that aren't right you can fix them maybe there's some things that you could adjust in your family well that gets hard you have to have your act together a lot before you can start to adjust your family because things can kick back on you really hard and you think well it's hard to put yourself together that's what i'll be that's how i had to figure out about like trying to fix like Oh, relationships, broken, like, not broken relationships, but, like, just, uh, we are not, like, I wanted to, like, wanted to be special and say, you know, like, certain people or this and that. But I don't think as people at all we are, you know, made 
to uh, be looking backwards, you know. And I think part of the problem of the world right now with the people in charge is that they hold on to the backwards. They hold on, right? And it's like, to me, that's what I be talking about, like the infantile thinking, you know, like you're, you know, you could tell how the society is about how the collective thinks. And, you know, we are living in an adolescent world, you know, where it's 12 and under thinking, you know. I don't even, you know, like the people that that are, you know, that think, nobody thinks past 30, I think, right? You know, your, you know, your first four cycles, you know. By, by your right by twenty one, you know you you're just building upon you know you just fortify your castle, right? You planting seeds here, you know, and things like that, and things and, and roots, right? People stop and they and they and they plant roots. Like this is why, for I guess you know a long time, you know people just cycled around the world. You just kept it moving, you know, and you get stuck you know, in certain places, like people, you know, people, I guess people getting stuck, you know, where they were forced to uh, plant, you know, to to plant roots and, and to settle down, you know, where, you know, because of the weather, you know, it's the mother nature to stop people. So now we don't have that. So it's voluntarily that we, we, we settle down and we plant roots where that's not actually our nature because if nature is not stopping us, then we supposed to keep moving. <sighs> Unstoppable force, right? We'll keep going until it encounters another object. An uh, uh, object in motion will keep moving until it encounters another object. Space and opportunity, people. Space and opportunity. <laughs> it's really hard to put your family together. Why the hell do you think you can put the world together? Right? Because obviously the world is more complicated than you and your family. And so if, you, if you're stymied in your attempts even to set your own house in order, which of course you are, then you would think that what that would do would be to make you very, very leery about announcing your broad-scale plans for social revolution. Well, it's a peculiar thing because that isn't how it works because people are much more likely to announce their plans for broad-scale social revolution than they are to try to set themselves straight or to set their family straight. And I think the reason for that is that as soon as they try to set themselves straight or their families, the system immediately kicks back at them, right, instantly. Whereas if they announce their plans for large-scale social revolution, the lag between the announcement and the kickback is so long that they don't recognize that there's any error there. And so, you know, you can get away with being wrong if, if, if nothing falls on you for a while. And so, and it's also an incitement to hubris because you can announce your, your plans for large-scale social revolution and stand back and you don't get hit by lightning and you think, well, I might be right, even though you're not. You're seriously not right. I might be right, and then you think, well, how wonderful is that, especially if you could do it without any real effort. And I really do think, fundamentally, I believe, that that's what universities teach students now. That's what they teach them to do. I, I really believe that. 
And I think it's absolutely appalling. And I think it's horribly dangerous. Because it's not that easy to fix things. Especially if you don't... Especially if you're not committed to it. And I think you know if you're committed because what you try to do is you try to straighten out your own life first. And that's enough. Like there's a, I think it's a statement in the New Testament that it's... I think it's in the New Testament that it's more difficult to rule yourself than to rule the city. They kill me. And These motherfuckers don't like believe in God. And they kill me using the Bible though. About changing your diet and going to the gym every January know perfectly well how difficult it is to regulate your own impulses and to bring yourself under the control of some what would you say well structured and ethical attentive structure of values it's extraordinarily difficult and so people don't do it and instead they wander off and I think they create towers of Babel and the story indicates well those things collapse under their own weight and everyone goes their own direction Ah, the truth. Wash away the bullshit. I think, because one of the things I've noticed, it's very interesting because the community is, in some sense, it's not a community, but that's a technical error, but it's, it's composed of outsiders, let's say. And what you notice across the decades is that the acronym list keeps growing. And I think that's because there's an infinite number of ways to be an outsider. And so once you open the door to the construction of a group that's characterized by failing to fit into the group, then you immediately create a category that's infinitely expandable. Niggas. I don't know how long the acronym list is now. It depends on which acronym list you consult. Never ignorant again goes accomplished. Lists of ten or more acronyms. And one of the things that's happening is that the community is starting to fragment in its, in its interior because there is no unity once you put a sufficient plurality under the sheltering structure of a single... Right. So I'm telling you, right, I want y'all to pretend that this man was black, okay? And he's talking about niggas, okay? Talking about black people, talking about what y'all need to do and about how the structure and this and this and that. Because he's talking about his, they talking, he talking about his tribe and about how, you know, the system is, you know, going against the white man now, you know, and all that type of stuff. But it's about the, it's about how you see it, right? How you see the story. Cause it's like any movie that, excuse me, as a black person, as a nigga that you watch, you know, like, don't none of them look like you. So what is the story about? You know, like what, how does it relate? You know, what is the, what is the one, two, three of it, right? the moral what's the moral of the story and you know whose side do I supposed to be on you know and it's always you know and like they make us you know automatically root for the underdog because right and it's funny because like once I uh I saw Scarface when I was like 17 and then like when I was like 23, 24, I was watching it and I'm all into the drug shit, you know, it's like, you're not the underdog, you know, like you don't want to try to come up, you know, but it's someone above you and like, you know, that was, that I was the middle, you know, not 
watching the movie no more, but living the movie, but didn't get up to the Sosa part, right? Not to die in the movie, you know? And us, we always die in the movie, you know? It's the cliche. And it's like, you know, we have lived up to this in life now, especially, right, with the rappers being killed and all this type of stuff. Like, we live up to that, uh, to that cliche or to that movie stigma is something that they have been putting into our minds, right? It's programming into our fucking computer, right? Into your mainframe, motherfucker. Excuse my language. But I'm going to rewind this just a little bit because I want y'all to think about it, right? Because I'm talking to my dog, my God, my nosy people. And so... Think about it, you know, like I told you, right, God is a girl, read the Bible, place, put she instead of he, it all makes sense, so I want you niggas to listen to this, and, you know, it's not a white man talking, right, it's just a man talking to y'all, you know, about what niggas need to do, talking to you niggas, specifically, I love that I can say that word correctly now, most times, <laughs> 90% of the time, specifically. I couldn't say that shit back in the day. And list keeps growing. And I think that's because there's an infinite number of ways to be an outsider. And so once you open the door to the construction of a group that's characterized by failing to fit into the group then you immediately create a category that's infinitely expandable. And so I don't know how long the acronym list is now. It depends on which acronym list you consult. But I've seen lists of 10 or more acronyms. And one of the things that's happening is that the community is starting to fragment in its, in its interior because there is no unity once you put a sufficient plurality under the sheltering structure of a single umbrella, say, the disunity starts to appear within. And I think that's also a, it's a manifestation of the same issue that this particular story is dealing with. The story of niggas. So that ends, I would say, the most archaic stories in the, in the Bible. Hmm. There's something about the flood story, and, and also... I swear I'd never heard this before. ...the two fundamental dangers that beset mankind. One is the probability that blindness and sin will produce a natural catastrophe or entice one. That's something modern people are very aware of in principle, right? Because we're all hyper-concerned about environmental degradation and catastrophe. And so that's the continual reactivation of an archetypal idea in our in our unconscious minds, that there's something about the way we're living that's unsustainable and that will create a catastrophe. It's so interesting because people believe that firmly and deeply, and but they don't see the relationship between that and the archetypal stories because it's the same story. Overconsumption, greed, all of that is producing an unstable state and nature will rebel and take us down. Right. You hear that every day in every newspaper, in every TV station. It's broadcast to you constantly. And so that idea is presented in, in Genesis in the story of Noah. And then the other 
warning that exists in the stories. One is beware of natural catastrophe that's produced as a consequence of blindness and greed, we'll say. The other is beware of social structures that overreach because they'll also produce fragmentation and disintegration. And so it's quite remarkable, I think, that that at the close of the story of the Tower of Babel, we've got both Oops. I just recently started using this. We're sorry, people. I um, had the phone so too close I would say to the damn microphone. The most archaic stories in the in the Bible. And uh, there's something about the flood right. story, and it went and on to another story. I think they outlined the two fundamental dangers that beset mankind. One is the probability that blindness and sin will produce a natural right he's doing his magic on me and shit i'm listening right being spelled bound by the words environmental degradation and catastrophe and so that's the continual reactivation of an archetype what's his name jordan maxwell that's my nigga too about the way we're living hollywood catastrophe it's so interesting made from the hollywood holly tree with wands, that's how you cast spells. Words cast spells on people. Overconsumption. That's why I'm a rapper. Is producing an unstable state, and nature will rebel and take us down. Right? You hear that every day in every newspaper, in every TV station. It's broadcast to you constantly. And so that idea is presented in in Genesis, in the story of Noah, and then the other warning that exists in the stories one is beware of natural catastrophe that's produced as a consequence of blindness and greed we'll say the other is beware of social structures that overreach because they'll also produce fragmentation and disintegration and so it's quite remarkable i think that that with at the close of the story of the tower of babel we've got both Right, everybody, so I guess it's this way of saying, you know, like, because if you think about it, sounds like, you know, the times that we are living in to now, you know. And only thing I will ever say about that is that I know for sure, because, you know, like, I was 28, right, when 2000 came. And so it's like, you know, Oh, they talking about the world going in and this and this and that. Then you had to live through 2012, which wasn't as bad. But the computer shit, you right, they tried to make it. But I wasn't on that. You know, I like never in the history of negative that these hunkies are going to let, you know what I'm saying, uh, their whole system collapse. So I never brought into that. But like that, but the Bible and all that, you know, about the world, like the, the religious part, you know, like you grew up with that, you know, it's like, by that time, you know, it it's, it was mostly out of my system, but not all the way, you know. It's like, it's shit might end, <laughs> you know. 
don't know. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you right? You ever been mind fucked? I am the founder of, uh, MF University. Yeah, right? Mind fuck University. You know, where we, um, scrub, right? What's that commercial? I used to love that. Damn. I used to say it all the time, actually. It's good. Gonna scrub that? Uh, I'm gonna remember it. I'm gonna remember it. One day. Scrub, we gonna wash that, wash that. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Fuck. I can't remember. But. Okay. We have. Less than a minute left. Okay. Here we go. Because, you know, I can't talk that long. <laughs> My concentration is gone. Not that I had a lot to begin with, right? Y'all know I don't be working with much concentration, so it's all the way gone now. I don't know what the fuck I was just talking about. And I hate the way, right, we have to stop with all the profanity. Jesus, Richard. <laughs> of the permanent existential dangers that present themselves to humanity already identified. Oh, motherfucker. That's all you had to say. I cut him off right at the end, right? Cut it off before the bad guy dies. But, right, he gave, you know, that was uh, another 30 minutes onto the show, you know, and I hope that, you know, it, help, it helps me, like, keeps me honest, you know, like, because I, I never heard that before. Like, I, I only had listened to a couple of seconds of it. Cause I, I told y'all what I thought it would have what I wanted to be about, but then, you know, like, whatever you say, like I said before, you know, I'm a man, and, you know, even though, you know, um, it's like, I feel sorry for him sometimes, this is how, it's like, when you, like, when they talk about after, you know, uh, the proclamation, declaration was, you know, passed, and, and people were free, you know, totally, and how people stay, you know, because, you know, the relationships are not what y'all think or however. And at the same time, it's, uh, you know, all right, I'm going to leave it alone. But, you feel sorry for people that thought they was right and then, you know, you see on their face or you see the consequences of them being wrong, you know. And I guess as a human, you know, you just, you know, you don't kick them when they down, right? And this is the thing about how the system has rewarded that type of uh, of thinking, right? Because it's here. You know, any any other place, you know, it wouldn't happen. Like Jamaica, you know, Haiti, you know, 
that's, you know, these are places that, you know, that niggas rose up and took over or took back, took over however it goes because they're not actually from there either. You know what I mean? But so, but here, you know, that compassion, right, from that religion, you know what I'm saying, makes a different type of beast. Because they were talking about how, right, a pig, I think, I don't know. Excuse me. I swear, Adam22 just started his show earlier, sneezing and shit. I don't know if it was yesterday, right? I just saw it, a clip of it. Because, like, when you play YouTube, you know, like, the clip will just start playing, so you don't even have to watch it. So, like, that's how, you know, I'll be jumping around, acting like I know a lot of shit. You know, it's not a, like I'll be watching all this stuff, you know, in, in depth. And I watch previews, like, cliff notes of stuff. But anyway... Um, what was I saying? Right, I shouldn't have said that. Cause I was about to make some. I was about to make a good point. <sighs> like I said, my brain is dead. So let's go. Cause I don't think it's gonna come back to me. So I ran through my notes. I only had right kept the notes. Cut the notes short and simple. Like, right, this, uh, my phone was messing up. And then, like, you know, I get paranoid. I mean, like, I got Norton security on my stuff, but I still, you know, like, with that fire stick, you know, it's, it's, um, it's different. Just, you know, because you, you give permission. You know, you don't even know, you know, what you are giving permission to. All right. So let me go before I, you know, think of something else to talk about. Uh, Until next time, people, I have been your host. Uh, The show is called Big Any Brain. I am one of the two. You can figure it out for yourself. Until next time. Peace.